Before we get started I would like to thank our $5 and up patrons. Oof Boots, Patrick Les Neanderthals and Dara Halim, and David Taylor. Thank you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Everybody locked in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, we just did our fucking intro recording sounds, Joe. <laughs> We're locked and loaded. All right. Let's not talk about loaded. <laughs> We're going to talk about loaded. So loaded. Mm. All right. Clever way to segue there with the... That's good. Hello, friends. Grab a fresh bottle of cough syrup and get ready for a fresh session of laughing and suffering. Because <laughs> it's time for brain worms. I'm Joe. I'm David. I'm Kane. And I'm Chris. And I'm JD. Oh, yeah, there you go. Special guest, JD, from the Butcher Block podcast in um, the studio. What's up, Chris? uh, Listeners, David, not David, and I both agree. We don't hear JD. He's not real. That's not true. Yeah, JD is is real. He's very real. Yeah, don't bring me into your delusions, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was going to do a bit. Yeah, yeah, we know. You know what? I'll just stop being funny. You know, let's just stop making jokes. I mean, maybe you should start being funny no, before no, you start. No, 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 no. You got to take the giant leap and be funny before you can stop being funny. No, there. No, we're, we're not doing jokes anymore. We're, we're not a funny <laughs> podcast anymore. That's it. It's over. We're done. I mean, we're not. I don't know that we were a funny podcast to begin with. <laughs> um. Now. In support of Chris's comment, I'm I'm fine with being a figment of your imaginations. I could be that enigma. That... Yeah, but you're you're not though. Are you like trying to be some kind of like Tyler Durden situation? I was just like, Michael reference. Yeah, that's fine. I guess. Yeah, I could be like I could actually be you. Sure, sure. But just like an alter ego in your subconscious. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's, it's Joe and JD. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what is happening in this cloning process, Kane? What do we need to know? I'm each of your alter egos, really. I don't exist. I'm not here. We're having an existential crisis. Would this whole you podcast just work is through kind it of with an me? Existential crisis, guys. Just imagine Joe replacing Edward Norton in every scene of Fight Club. I'm just... <laughs> I picture like the first giant time he... beard face. <laughs> no, I just imagine Joe replacing every character in every scene of Fight Club. Hey, that would make him Robert Paulson. It's true. His name was Robert Paulson. You guys fucking done yet? We have a job to do. Yeah. A serious job that you guys just aren't committing to. All right? JD is here. He's going to help us with uh, with this uh, episode. Or is he? No, he is. This might be a Shyamalan movie. There might be a twist at the end. Oh, are you you still trying to run with that not joke, Chris? <laughs> is that is that what we're doing here? Are, are you saying that I should just anti-joke? <laughs> this is the anti-humor podcast. Which I'm kind of <laughs> here for. <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean none of us are andy kaufman all right yeah, so let's just yeah. let's not pretend that we are like i don't even think we're at the tier of like tim and eric <laughs> but I maybe i'm andy kaufman's uh me too, maybe, me too. Maybe, you know who's that guy who was andy kaufman's uh alter ego that, mm, you're that talking fucking, about tony clifton oh tony clifton okay you fucking piece of shit i'll tune you up <laughs> And I do aspire to some of that with this podcast, but I don't think we're on that level. Aspirations. <laughs> that was your first mistake, Bob. Yeah. Kang, just because we didn't 
program aspirations into the cloning process doesn't mean you should be bitter about it. I mean, I developed them on my own. You'll see. You'll fucking see. They'll all see. <laughs> so let's go ahead and work in yeah. the magic of this marvelous piece of literature here. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We brought JD on for a very special reason, listeners. He's going to contribute to the, the recipe. We're reading another book by Paul Foti Fotenhauer. Oh, the Fotenhauer. Foodie, mixologist, chef. I started to say restaurateur. I kind of hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's getting cleared with the health code. No, no. no, it's not. Would this person be considered a semenologist? Is that a thing? He would. In fact, the name of his second book is semenology. Excellent. Okay. Ugh. Which you obviously didn't watch our episode on. Let's just live with that for just a moment and consider that his second book mm -hmm. on the wonderful uses and uh, varied possibilities inherent in semen yep. is called semen. Second. Second book. Yeah. He's, book. he's, he's written two of these. This is the first. Yep. Yep. And yeah, he, he's a fan of food and he's a fan of using a very particular homemade ingredient in his recipe. He is the key to unlock doors. What? Yeah, he actually farms it. He does. He actually talks about farming it from yep. some very close friends. Right. That needs to be plural because some of these recipes require a, a good uh, dose of semen that one person yeah. couldn't. At one time, I had aspired to uh, follow through with a recipe, but I just realized, you know, at my age, there's no way I could produce that. Just the quantity. <laughs> yeah. It... Especially when he asks for it fresh. Like when the ingredients actually mm -hmm. say that's fresh, a of, it does. That's yeah. a lot of pressure. It's yeah, a that, lot means, of that pressure. means you've produced that during the prep session of, of making this meal. Right. <laughs> right. That's just not something I typically go for with mise en place. <laughs> <laughs> all right you're like you're going down the list like all right i dice the vegetables i braise the meat oh shit oh shit and then you just have to run into the bathroom with your. why would you run into the bathroom <laughs> just do it right there that's fair that would save you time like, all right i just gotta bang this out real quick bang this out all right unless you were handling peppers don't do it in the game oh yeah no <laughs> oh, god bad, yeah. man i hope there are time. no spicy recipes in this <laughs> well i think i think this author though will often um kind of shun the spices because then you're sort of masking the natural flavors of the semen that's true yeah yeah he he does seem concerned about that so yeah we're gonna do that and we're gonna launch in we're gonna read some backstory and then we have a very special evening planned for you all but before we get into that i should remind you to go to we give you brainworms.com. Of all the episodes, this is the one where it's okay to say it incorrectly. Yeah, but but it's a thing, and you judge me for it, so now I just have to say it correctly every time. Where you can find our Patreon, where you can support whatever this is. This, whatever this is. You can also find our Funky Fresh Discord server. Which is actually named Brainworms Presents Funky Fresh Discord Server. It is. is it, it is. It's, it's amazing. Funky Fresh Dressed to Impressed and Ready to Party. I'm not I'm not changing the name again. Okay. That was a one-time deal. Uh, where you can engage with us and our many fans. There are so many that it actually, <laughs> like the gravitational pull of them makes an illusion where it seems like there's only a handful. Exactly. And, you know, like four billion screaming fanatics can't be wrong, so you, you gotta get in, you know, or you'll be left out. It's true. Don't let the FOMO happen to you. Exactly. 
And uh, oh, and because we're plugging this hard, <laughs> everything I say <laughs> seems to <sighs> be loaded. Um, yeah. <laughs> Even that. Yeah. Stop jerking us around. <laughs> That's it. I'll, I'll see you guys later. No, no, you're a part of this, and there's no way out. Uh, if you are listening on a podcast app, it would be very helpful to both you and us if you find our YouTube channel, Brainworms Presents, and like and click the bell and subscribe and do all those things, because that helps us, and it helps you, and it helps the Lord. And if you do it, I'll pet my dog one extra time that I usually do. So do it for the dog. That seems like a good deal. Yeah, that's wholesome. Yeah. All right, that's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. The incinerator won't even power on. It's not yeah, yeah, Friday. It's, yeah. it's not fucking Friday. Is that well, an actual see, dog or is that just a pet name for your penis? <laughs> 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 or is it yourself in a little dog costume? The incinerator? No, Chris's dog. He was talking about giving his, his dog, dog an extra one stroke. Extra time. Yeah. But my fetish is very specific. I have to have a camera to record both me doing the petting and then me playing the dog and I overlap the footage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's seamless, absolutely seamless. I mean you could do like a sitcom style two shot and then just Or we could talk about the lovely meal that we're planning for our listeners. Yep, yep, yep. Uh does anybody have anything else to add before we launch into the uh the foreplay of the episode? Let's just let it spray, man. Do you guys have a minute? Several. I, I need to go return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> JT, there's no way that's going to work as a callback. Nope. <laughs> because people on Butcher Block may not be listeners here. Well, that, incredibly that, but also because the two shows are on completely different release schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that's J- fine. So that's a deep, a deep cut. Something that may come out like later. Multiple months later. <laughs> yeah. Which could in and of itself be pretty goddamn funny. So Sure. You never know. All never right. Know. So sorry to uh I mean I'm down. I would like to go return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the euphemism for jerking off that we're gonna use today? <laughs> That's what I've always called it. <laughs> Good. I've okay. always liked uh, punching the clown. Punching the clown, shaving the carrot. Yep. Peeling yep. some chilies. Yeah, choking the bishop. Nice. Shaving nice. the carrot, that just sounds really painful. It sounds like a, a, a exfoliation or something of the genitals. I've heard strangling the cyclops and yeah. tug-of-war with cyclops. So the key to exfoliation masturbation is premature ejaculation. You know, that that's... Okay. Oh, you, and then you wrote us a little poem. The other side of that was... It was a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> was slamming your sausage, yeah. beating your meat, waxing the one-eyed wonder weasel. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Wow. Here's a, a public service announcement, though, for you guys. Never, ever masturbate with lava soap. Yeah, that would be like going to town with sandpaper. That's not a good idea. Yeah, why would anyone <laughs> masturbate with lava soap? Yeah, real light touch required. Real light touch required. I would just rather not use a lube at that point. If I'm like, oh God, I'm out of lotion or... Yeah, or, I mean, just spit into your hand yeah, and I, get it I'm over really, with. I really got cotton mouth, Look, so I, was I can't produce... I was doing science. That's fair. <laughs> you gotta learn things about your body. <laughs> Don't use shampoo either, you know? <laughs> no, and Icy Hot starts out cool. <laughs> God damn it. Not 
great for a finish. And we know from firsthand experience from David, also don't use Mountain Dew as a Yeah, there is that. That's yeah. First hand. Yeah. Love the the little All inclusion right, look, of that. Let's 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 do this book. Yeah, let's 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 get into it. David, do you wanna do you wanna set us up the, the bomb here? Uh let's let's just dive head first right in here. Woo! Oh God! Now I'm thinking of like a double dare style. No, no. Let's let's not do that, Joe. Let's not finish that thought. Oh God! We have to cut the David. No one say just... I don't know. David, just do it. <laughs> Can't say that. Tell us. Slide down the urethra. These are references that anyone under the age of thirty is not gonna know what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. JD's referencing something in the future. We're all out of whack. <laughs> Time has lost its meaning. Go ahead, David. I'm sorry. <sighs> Natural Harvest, an inspirational collection of semen-based recipes by Paul Fody Fotenhauer. Cooking with Cum. Dot com. I feel like you should have to say that out loud five times fast, Joe. <laughs> Cookingwithcum.com? Yeah. Cookingwithcum. I'm not going to do it five times. It's going to be <laughs> bad radio. <laughs> <laughs> to my enthusiastic friends who have encouraged me to finalize this cookbook. Enthusiastic friends. <laughs> thank you for the support and patience. A special thanks to all of you who helped me with the recipes and taste tests. You know who you are. That sounds like a threat. Do you think all of his friends were just like, do you think I'll really write a book? Yeah, keep telling him to do it. <laughs> keep keep telling him it's a good idea. I think, we, I think he's going to do it. <laughs> Notice, this cookbook is written for consenting diners of semen. Please do not add semen to your guests' food without informing them beforehand. It's a real all awkward conversation. All the recipes in this book have all been tested by the author and friends of the author. Say what you want about this guy. Kudos. Yeah, kudos yeah. for the consent, buddy. Yeah. Definitely. Because the whole premise of this could be like how to sneak bodily fluid into people's food and not tell them. And that's not a cool thing to and do. And that's no. not okay. I mean, it's a funny story when your buddy tells you about the time he was 14 and he jerked off into the church picnic mac and cheese. That's not funny. Yeah, It, it was funny when I was 14. But, uh, no, you're, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. It's... Behave people yeah. behave. So I do have to hand it to Fody. Mm -hmm. God damn it. <laughs> hand it. <laughs> Give Fody your hand. It's fine. There's no way to get away from those today. It's just, we have to embrace it. Oh yeah. Embrace it. Just grip it tightly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is, that's, you know, kudos. Consent is very important. It's true. Continue, David. I'm sorry. Wait, are you guys talking about masturbation? Oh, no, Chris. No. No, you, you precious, precious little June bug. No. <laughs> Introduction. We humans are truly omnivores. Omnomnomnivores. We will eat just about anything. As long as something edible either tastes good, makes us feel good, provides energy, nutrition, or adds a pleasurable texture, we find ways to eat it. It's true. Anyone who has traveled abroad knows that foods we might find strange or unpleasant may be considered delicacies in other countries. Rotten fish is a national dish in Sweden, while Australians spread concentrated yeast extract on their breakfast toast. I like that he feels like he has to talk you into this. 
Like, that really shows confidence in his method that that from minute one of the book, he's like, no, 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 guys, like other people eat weird things, too. Well, the, the thing that I find bizarre is like, I feel like that's what you would have on the back of the book. Like once you've bought this book, do you need to be convinced? You know what you're getting into and what's getting into you. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he's just trying to give whoever's going to make these dishes the tools to convince others. That's fair. Does he want this to be a movement? Uh, yes, he does. he does. He absolutely does. He's trying to open your mind to an experience, a culinary experience, unlike any other. Would you say he's trying to open your mouth to a new experience as well? Absolutely. Hell yeah. The British love and the their blood your jeans. <laughs> Gross. And guinea pigs are roasted for dinner in Peru. Mm-mm. All the while, Americans and Europeans consume vast amounts of milk and other dairy products that consist of mammary secretions from cows. Compared to semen, milk might be considered positively disgusting. That's a matter of opinion. I mean, it's kind of gross. Yeah, it is. I mean, that shit's for baby cows. I appreciate that he's trying to, like, you know, like you you may have cultural against this's thingies, and he's trying to, like, uproot that. Wait, what did you just say? Cultural <laughs> against these thingies. A cultural against these thingies. Huh. Yeah, you know, when, when, when you... It's an official term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris is a scientist. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be culturally make people uncomfortable thing. All right, I see see what he's doing here. I see what he's doing here. Yeah, it all makes sense. Semen is not only nutritious, but it also has a palatable texture and wonderful cooking properties. Like fine wine and cheeses, the taste of semen is complex and dynamic. Semen producers can generate a wide range of semen tastes simply by making minor dietary adjustments. Semen is inexpensive to produce and is commonly available in many, if not most, homes and restaurants. I mean, it's not monetarily expensive, but if you're trying to generate quantity... It comes at a cost. (laughs) It comes at a cost. Natural harvest. It comes at a cost. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you know know the the backgrounds of the writers and all that. So this guy was a used car salesman at one point, right? Uh, He didn't appear as a public person until he started doing this. I don't know. Uh, You know what? God love him. It's got to be weird for family get-togethers. Everyone's talking about their experiences, and he's like, I wrote semenology. You know, it's weird, man. No one wants to have my dishes at the potluck anymore. (laughs) it's just this this, like eat around is perfectly (laughs) do you think he ever had to explain that like in the same way that he uh in the preface of his book how you know he wouldn't ever willingly or um you know feed these dishes to someone unwillingly you know do you have does he do you think he had to tell that to his family and be like yeah i i I have a grasp on this this is not something i I do 100 percent a conversation that went down at some point yeah, he, he's had to explain himself more than once. That would probably be like the awkward moment is that explanation. Other than that, you know, everybody's probably just listening. Imagine that you're going on a date with this guy and he takes you back to his apartment and then he asks you if you want like a cum drink. That's some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Not really. It's a little like I, I don't think he would. And like, I kind of want to know because he's very adamant. Two two facts. He wouldn't give these recipes to someone without consent. But it's also very important to him that the world realizes that this is a valid culinary ingredient. 
So he has to talk people into it. I mean, he just has to be talking about eating cum all the time. Yeah. You know, I'll admit, sure, if I was, like, super close with someone, I might broach the subject of eating food made with their cum. Yeah, I can see that. I see, I see you're but I don't from. think I'd go to that restaurant. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah, how, how do you? I've met line that? cooks. <laughs> oh God! You start talking about people as if they're cows. Like, oh, this comes from the finest Jeffrey, basically. <sighs> and like again, like I'm trying to imagine this in my mind. Like he invites you over to his like a party, like a social gathering. Like you're his friend from work in in this scenario I've concocted, and also everybody else. Like like he's gonna he's gonna mass broach the subject. Yeah, because this is a dinner party. This is not just like a romantic sure. meal. He's got a small circle of friends that know that he does this and enjoy it with him, and they're all drinking cocktails, and they're very pointedly not offering you one. <laughs> and and he's like, hey hey Dave, come here, come here. Let me look. I'm I'm gonna make you a drink. But before I do, I have to tell you, it's got cum in it. Now, hold on, hold on. Whoa, I know. I know that that's a weird, but this is this is normal. You know, people in other countries eat all kinds of, just just try it. Like, do you think he's got his sales method already just he's ready to roll off the tongue? Yeah, on the Joe, I'm going to say yes. I'm pretty yes. sure he's got his elevator pitched out. I, Joe, with that scenario, I'm just imagining the very first time he tried this, where he mm-hmm. made the mistake of, telling everybody all at once instead of like getting a group of people who are into it and then bringing in people one at a time so what the first time like, mm. all right guys look now now I'm, I'm not insane there isn't any in your drinks right now but this punch bowl has semen in it and then everyone <laughs> just like all at once everyone's like i forgot that i've got a meeting to get to and <laughs> Yeah, I got an early flight, guys. I gotta get out of here. Yep. I gotta return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You can put it in the punch bowl. <laughs> guys, 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 you need to keep the spice away from JD. He's becoming the Quitsats Hot Rock, and he's making scenes of the future when he makes a reference. It's like a profence. Are you done? The worm is the spice. Are the you spice done? The spice is the JD. Can you guys be done so we can move along here? You fucking weirdos. That was a fun journey, though. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Semen is inexpensive to produce and is commonly available in many, if not most, homes and restaurants. Despite all of these positive qualities, semen remains neglected as a food. This book hopes to change that. Once you overcome any initial hesitation, overcome. you will be surprised <laughs> to learn how wonderful semen is in the kitchen. Semen is an exciting ingredient that can give every dish you make an interesting twist. Yeah. If you, like us, are a passionate cook and are not afraid to experiment with new ingredients, you will love this cookbook. I mean, I do appreciate a cook who really puts themselves into a meal. God damn it. Is that what this episode's going to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing it can be. All right. Well, I would like to say that I still, a part of my brain still thinks that this is just some weird way for him to try to get people to want to gobble jism so that they swallow when they perform fellatio. I mean, that could have been the whole impetus of this. It's like the like, training yeah. wheels to that. Like where, where the whole thing started was just a really right. frustrating early relationship. Sure. Like here, have this shot of Fody. And then here, have this <laughs> shot of Fody. <laughs> <sighs> 
Is there anything else in the introduction, or should we? That's our introduction here. Uh, I've got. Well, thanks uh, for listening to our episode on this book. Thanks for coming. We're done. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit of thank you for not- coming. Nutritional information. It's important. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Semen is nutritious. It contains a good balance of fructose sugars, protein, enzymes, vitamins, and minerals. On its own, semen meets the criteria for a low-carb food. In fact, Dr. Atkins would probably have praised semen as an ideal food had it not been considered a faux pas. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's true either. Like any other natural organic product, the quality of semen depends on the health of its producer. Generally... Healthy males produce high-quality semen and vice versa. Quality semen produces healthy males? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Apparently. As long as the semen is fresh and properly harvested, there is little risk of contamination. Wait, how do you improperly harvest it? Does that involve, like, a meat hook? I think there are crackers or, like, a biscuit (laughs) involved somewhere. Just, like, a meat hook and a dairy farm contraption? It's like that... Just an Erlenmeyer flask four feet across the room that you're trying to aim for. I think it's how you improperly oh, okay. it. I just assumed there was tubes involved. Tubes and suction. If like you had released it onto someone's face and then had to like wipe it off their face with a, into a vessel. Yeah, yeah. It scooped it off with a with like a rubber spatula. Nice. Right. Nice. There could be like get mixed with residues. I have that visual (laughs) burned in my fucking mind forever. Or trying to harvest it off of Joe always clinging to your ceiling fan swinging around and around going wee. (laughs) You have some weird fantasies, Chris. And probably (laughs) just, you know, not used. Like, let's let's pull this directly out of the donor, not secondhand semen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I got it, the improper way to harvest it is with a vacuum cleaner. That's also true. Yeah. Maybe a shop vac. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, no. With a little wet dry action. No, no, it, no, it'll rip your dick right off. Yeah, that sounds dangerous, David. I was 14 in the name of science. <laughs> You're just the Ponce de Leon of masturbation. Keeps they need young. to make like a... Uh, keeps you young. What's that, JD? <laughs> yeah, let them talk, goddammit. Sorry, JD. No, I'm sorry. I was interrupting. I was going to say they need, they need to make like a vacuum cleaner attachment that's like a flashlight. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a comically yes, red yes, pair of they lips. Do. I'd be surprised if they don't make that. Yeah, I mean, like, I figure somewhere along the line, like Black & Decker got together with someone... Or just some third-party manufacturer made an aftermarket part right. that dovetailed do, into the Do you the think suction. there's a guy out there that's as passionate as having sex with vacuum cleaners as this guy is about semenology, who has written his own book about how to... <laughs> I don't nah, know because that's that's like a one-time game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, David, can you put the Ponce de Leon of masturbation in all of your social media bios? For me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of hope he does. He should. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> God, we're <sighs> stupid. As long as the semen is fresh and properly harvested, there is little risk of contamination. The quality and quantity of sperm is irrelevant when semen is eaten, so even vasectomized males can produce semen that is wonderful for cooking. The important factors are flavor, volume, and consistency. Semen ingredients. Fructose. Sorbitol. Inositol. Glutathione. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Creatine. Phosphorus. 
zinc, magnesium, calcium, potassium, ascorbic acid, vitamin B12, choline, testosterone, prostaglandins, lactic acid, uric acid, nitrogen. There's just a little bit of pee in there. Just a little bit of pee. So what what you're telling me is if I want to get pumped with that creatine and testosterone, I need to start eating my own semen. Oh, yeah. If you want to get ripped, just go guzzle cum. Yeah, I mean, it's got creatine and protein. Fucking shout out. That's just like right before you work out. A very briny protein shake. Yeah. We'll be responsible for closing GNCs all across the country. (laughs) Maximum gains. Flavor. The words used to describe the flavors and aromas associated with semen vary dramatically from person to person. Some tend to dismiss semen as food and describe it as bitter or salty. This is similar to a person who tastes <laughs> wine for the first time and says that wine tastes sour. Uh, no. Like all other no, foods. No, it's not the same at all. Like all other foods, the tastes and aromas of semen open up and are better appreciated when you are able to compare and discuss the different tastes with other connoisseurs. Semen is a complex food and has numerous different olfactory nuances. Huh. Some common associations are brie cheese, cookie dough, what? almond, salty, spicy, sweet, bitter, yeast, Gross. alfalfa sprouts, fishy, cocoa, and fruity. So this guy just wakes up one day and decides his dream is to come on every item of food and then <laughs> taste it. I feel like this is just like you have a really crazy party mm-hmm. and the morning after you're trying to put together breakfast and, uh, you know, it's just shit happened and you make do and uh, wait a minute. This isn't bad. It's got a, you know, is that cookie dough? <laughs> I think I'm on to something. It makes sense that there would be such a vast arc in flavor because it's going to be relative to the person's diet who's producing oh, absolutely. it. So yeah. you figure if they're very uh heavily into meat or uh you know certain foods it might be a bit saltier like if they're into high sodium savory foods and then if they're like just you know like a vegetarian or you know a fruitarian it's probably gonna be the fruit flavored semen i'm sure it's that makes sense yeah well there are many different foods and supplements that may improve the flavor of semen fresh fruit or fruit juices seem to have a positive effect on semen taste pineapple Citrus fruits, mango, cranberry, and grape juice are the most preferable. Some sources recommend parsley, wheatgrass, fresh mint, and even celery to improve semen flavor. But celery doesn't even really taste like anything. Strong or peculiar tasting foods like asparagus, garlic, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, and spicy foods will also infuse semen with a distinct flavor. In order to fully enjoy the wonderful taste of natural, unadulterated semen, we strongly recommend that you not intentionally attempt to alter the taste of the semen used in cooking. However, once you've gained some experience of cooking with semen, feel free to be more adventurous and begin experimenting with purposely taste-altered semen. Also, there is not enough research to actually link your diet to what your cum tastes like. I think Paul Fodenhauer is doing that research. He's getting the body of work in place, yeah. Yeah. Chef's note. While testing the recipes for this book, the chefs discovered that eating raw ginger and drinking large qualities of ginger tea gave their semen a pleasant, exotic flavor. Good to know. So here's my question. Is semen vegan? Ooh. Mm. 
No, uh, yeah. no, it's not. I don't think no. so. It's, I mean, it we come, are. Animals, it comes from an animal. So. That's true. It's definitely cruelty free, though. <clears throat> well, maybe. Hopefully, yeah. Unless you don't use hand lotion, you know, you have really dry hands. Depends on if it's being uh, harvested by a dominatrix or not. I think if you're being like, you know, I mean, even even by your consent, if you're being, you know, like whipped into ejaculation like doesn't come without a bit of cruelty you guys remember that girl that i met that hasn't come back and i'm still trying to get a hold of the one that sticks needles in my balls until i come blood to maintain her youth yeah yeah i I remember that it's probably best she hasn't returned your calls (sighs) volume and texture the average ejaculation is about a teaspoon or two of semen more like volume and texture (laughs) this is usually not enough semen when it's used for cooking purposes so Volume-enhancing methods are important when semen is used gastronomically. There are two main methods to enhance semen volume. The surest way is to collect semen after a restful night's sleep, since this is when semen volume is at its peak. Another method is extended foreplay. While writing this cookbook, the authors found that extended genital stimulation will almost always increase the amount of semen ejaculated. Yeah, that's that's how organs work. I've also found that to be the truth. I'm sorry, not organs. Texture, glands. on the other hand, texture, on the other hand, is not a factor that is very controllable. But making sure that the semen producer remains properly hydrated is the key to both high volume and consistent texture. It is good to say hydrated. Yeah. Chef's note: Plan your semen dinner in advance by collecting semen in the morning, and then again just before it's called for in the recipe. I just want to point out that plan your semen dinner in advance is now a phrase that's been said into a live <laughs> microphone with the record button activated. I think twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah. Also, I gotta love any cookbook that advocates masturbation twice in one day Yeah. as a way of feeding your friends. That's just multitasking. It's true. That way, you will probably have enough for most of the recipes in this book. Just remember to refrigerate the semen to keep it fresh. No one will judge you for having a refrigerator full of semen. Cooking properties. The cooking properties of semen are similar to egg whites, with the only real differences being the volumes used. I guess that makes sense. Since semen is usually only available in smaller amounts, most of the recipes utilize semen for its taste, and only secondly for its smooth texture or nutrition. Oh, hey, bro, sorry, sorry I got so drunk that I crashed at your place. What are we having for breakfast today? Oh, you know, scramble cum. Yep, 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 yep. It's a nice egg white and semen frittata. <laughs> mm. Most of the recipes instruct that the semen I be like added toward runny. the end of the cooking process <laughs> or in the final stages of making a sauce. This is so that the delicate flavors do not risk getting overwhelmed by the other ingredients or destroyed by the cooking process. When freshly ejaculated, semen usually has a thick, lumpy consistency. Left untouched, it will then melt and turn more fluid. Some semen cooks prefer using semen in its melted state, while others enjoy ejaculating directly into the saucepan or mixing bowl. The recipes in this book sometimes specify melted semen, but using unmelted will not affect the taste of the final food dish. Here's my concern with that technique. <laughs> and and a lot of what he's saying culinarily makes sense. Don't handle your genitals next to a hot thing, though. I mean, don't handle your genitals next to a hot pan. That's not terribly safe to do. But also, unless you've just been practicing this for a long time, 
and you know what volume you're going to generate, <laughs> you could completely fuck up a recipe by pumping too much or too little of your special sauce. Yeah, I mean, you can't take it back out. Yeah. Yeah, my least favorite ejaculations are when, like, there's that long gap of nothing happening and then a cloud of dust and it just goes... Uh, that's actually a piece of your soul that's coming out. You're either doing it way too much or not nearly enough. I wouldn't mind the experience of um, ejaculating into a saucepan. I just realized that I've never done that before. Well, goals. Do you have a saucepan? I do. Right, there you go, buddy. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's not too late. You're halfway there, brother. I'm just saying I, I got plans later now, so thank you. And just make sure <laughs> that you, you wear like a cooking apron, but nothing else. So you can be like a sexy cook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here. Chef's note. Heat up a lightly oiled frying pan or skillet. Remove from heat and ejaculate directly into the pan. That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> Return to heat and fry the semen without stirring. What are we doing? <laughs> this will create a mini omelet, or in some cases, many small omelet drops. Salt and pepper to taste. This is the perfect introductory recipe for newbie semen cookers. Wow. That, that was a couple of sentences put together. It seems like such a tease. It would be such a small amount for a mini omelet. Like, that's the smallest <laughs> omelet ever made. Yeah. You could, like, drop it into your ant farm and be like, here you go. I mean, again, you got to do this in the morning when you're fresh. Yep. Yeah. Um, this started out funny. This book is, it feels sad the longer we go into it. You think Is so? Anyone really? else getting that experience? I, th yeah. I think that's just you. <laughs> yeah, like I've usually got a nose for that kind of, like you know, hint of despair that that creeps into these these books, and and no, like I think this guy's living his best life. I think he's loving well, this. Well, like. I, like, he's innovating. That's all. The, the, the real question yeah, is, a scientist. Chris, are you getting sad because you? don't have this type of a thing to, to kind of push yourself with? All I know is I've got some cooking oil in a skillet. Are you projecting? <laughs> Do you want to masturbate into a frying pan, Chris? Yeah. All right. And you know your dad's schedule. Right. You know when he's going to be home and not, so just... All right, look, look. Um, While he's at work, just cut loose, man. Do what so, you got to do. <laughs> I, ha I have a fetish. I like to be suspended above the stove, fully in the nude, and just to get pumped on like a machine whenever someone's making a dish and i'm just treated like a piece of furniture now do you do this in the unicorn outfit or <laughs> do you put the unicorn outfit on afterwards no two separate sexual identities kane you don't mix and match <laughs> <laughs> you got your unicorn in my cum deposit <laughs> just descending from the ceiling like tom cruise in mission impossible <laughs> Fully or nude. Tom Cruise in cocktail. My goodbye horses is playing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a, like a bouldering harness set up in your kitchen. <laughs> the real question is, is, how do you explain that to your dad? <laughs> <laughs> he stopped asking at this point. <laughs> he just gave up. Doesn't want to know. This is what you need. You don't explain it. You, you just look him dead in the eye and be like, I made you an omelet. <laughs> Are you proud of me, Daddy? <laughs> the modern kitchen is going to have such a strange appliance. It's gotten to the point where, where when my dad comes home and I don't disappoint him, that's when he starts asking questions. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Storing semen. Fresh semen should be eaten or cooked within a few hours since the taste quickly deteriorates. Once chilled, 
semen can be stored for up to three days in the fridge. If you don't plan on using it within three days, we recommend that you freeze it. Huh. Frozen semen should always be thawed slowly at room temperature or in the fridge in order to minimize deterioration. Chef's note. Keep a small container in the freezer and simply add ejaculate into the container every morning and then return it to the freezer. This way, you will always have sufficient amounts of semen for cooking. By saving semen in this manner, you can quickly begin experimenting with the recipes that require larger quantities. Also, the frozen semen can be mixed with syrup and shaved ice to make yummy ice cones. No, just no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for that. Well, now you know, Chris, that uh, J.O. Crystals are not a flavor <laughs> enhancer. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a snow cone. I wonder how, like, adding some MSG or, like, mushroom powder with the, you know, the umame flavor would kind of enhance it. I'm curious. <laughs> a little bit yeah. of accent. Sure. Why not? He hasn't mentioned the wok yet as a cooking utensil, so I'm I'm curious to see if that goes in this direction. I'm sorry, Ewoks as a cooking? No, 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 no hey, just like just a, just let him let him live in that world. You know, he's happier there. Hey, everyone, that is all for this week. Stay tuned next week for the thrilling conclusion of Natural Harvest. If you enjoyed any of that, and honestly, I don't know why you would, don't forget to go to WeGiveYouBrainWorms.com, where you can support us on Patreon. And uh, if you're a YouTube listener, don't forget to like, subscribe, click the bell, and leave a comment. Thank you for listening, and uh, we're very sorry for what we just put you all through. This has been a production of Brainworms Presents. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme music is Hodgepod Number no. 1 by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at wegiveyoubrainworms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app. ejaculate directly into the pan.